I want to go back and um, talk a little bit. Um, I started um, I started a message. Is your wagon hitched? Y'all remember that? Hallelujah. Two or three did. It's encouraging. We're making progress around here. <laughs> but I talked about, and this is a story of Elijah, and um, when he's at Mount Carmel and going through all the, with the prophets of Baal, and then um, the, the story goes into the rain for the abundance of rain, and it hadn't rained in three and a half years. And um, Elijah tells the servant to go and, and look, and he goes seven times, and there's no rain, there's nothing, there's no clouds, there's nothing going on. But on the seventh time, the servant came back and said, I see a little, little hand, a, a cloud forming in the shape of a hand. And he said, um, I think something's fixing to happen. And Elijah tells the servant, he says, go tell Ahab to hitch his wagon and get down the hill. And I talked to you a little bit about, is your wagon hitched? Okay. If you wanted to go to a city church, you should have went a little further down the road. This isn't a city church. This ain't a city preacher. When I grew up, I grew up in the country. Ladonia was in the country when I grew up. It's not anymore. We got a Popeye's chicken over there now. <laughs> Moving up. The Louisiana's coming this way. Y'all get that in a minute? Is your wagon hitched? I want you to think about that. A lot of times when I preach, a lot of times when it's just in my, my thinking, the way I think, I like little sayings. I like little captions. I was thinking about that this week whenever I was um, studying and just praying and talking to the Lord. I try to do that quite a bit in these days. And, you know, the Lord taught in parables. The Lord took a parable and He taught. It's the only way Jesus preached. Okay? A lot of times the Lord and I argue about the way I preach. And, um, but He reminded me, He said, I preached, I preached in stories. I preached in parables. I never, I never preached. So if you can, you know, it's okay. If I did it, you can do it. Amen? But when I think about, is my wagon hitched? I talked to you about having a discerning spirit. Elijah heard the Lord say, get up and go. What are you listening to? What's, what's directing your path? What's directing your path? Is Fox News directing you? Is Joe Scarborough, and he's no kin to the Dr. Scarborough, is Joe Scarborough on MSNBC, whatever that is? Tell I listen to him. I don't listen to none of it. Let's get that clear. If it don't come on RFD TV, I probably don't watch it. 
But, but what's, what's directing you? What are you listening to? What's making up this mindset that you're carrying throughout the week? See, Elijah heard the Lord. John 10 says, my sheep hear my voice. And so, you, you, you know, if, you, if you're going to, if you, you, you got to hear the Father. You've got to have a discerning spirit. He said, he said, Elijah, go, and he sent him to the brook. And, and we've talked about the brook a lot. And he said, I'm going to have the ravens feed you there. And you know the story, the brook dried up, and then he had to go down to where the widow woman was. And we talked about the widow woman. We're not going about a bit about the widow woman. Okay? Y'all missed that whole sermon. So we're moving on from that. But the second point of that, that, that message was trust the Lord for, for provision. Because the Father is always about giving provision to his children. Amen? Yeah. And he fed Elijah at the brook, and the brook dried up. Okay, we understand that. But listen, God, when the brook dried up, God made provisions on down the road. And he said, go to the widow woman's house and tell her that, and, and, and she'll take care of you. Well, you know the story. She only had a little bit of flour left and a little bit of oil. But she said, but Elijah said, you make me a cake. Now, I think he was being selfish there, but we'll move on from that. But he said, you make me the cake. Make the man of God a cake. Now, listen, there's a lot of teaching in that. Now, I'm not going to get into it this morning. I may come back to it. But there's a lot of teaching in that how you honor the man of God. Now, I'm not saying that on my case because you do an awesome job of that around here, okay? So I'm not, I'm not preaching a message this morning on you need to do more for me. Okay, it's not what it's about. But there's something to be said and there's something in the Word of God all through the Word of God that when you honor the man of God, God will take care of you. And it's a true example in this Scripture. He said, you give me, the, you make me a cake and you bring it to me. And she did, and her flour never run out. Her oil never ran out. Yeah, because, because God provided and God brings provision for His children. And then the last point of that message was, trust His heart when you can't see His hand. Okay? And there's going to be many times that Elijah, there was many times in Elijah's life that that it wasn't laid out. It wasn't, the, the, the plan wasn't laid out for him. You know, we like, we like to have a schedule, some of us. Some of us fly by the seat of our britches. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's a lot more interesting than y'all who would schedules. Sorry. You got it all planned out, and it's just boring. Throw it out the window and just live. Amen? Just go for it. I'm just kidding. There's nothing wrong with being, I probably need a lot more in my life. But, but there's going to be times in life that you are walking through stuff that you can't see past your hand. And you're going to have to trust the Father's heart. That's why you need a discerning spirit. That's why you need to know Him and the power of His resurrection. Because there'll be days that you can't see His hand. There'll be days you can't see His face. There'll be days that you can't hear His voice. And you must know the character of your Heavenly Father. 
And when you know his character, then your character can identify with his character and you can make it through the storm. Amen? There's no doubt about it. There's days that I've walked through in these last few months, in the last year and a half, to be honest, that I didn't hear God's voice. Being a preacher, I didn't hear God's voice. And what I heard didn't make a whole lot of sense. Whether it was him or whether it was me. But why? Because it just didn't line up to my thinking. And if I wasn't careful, if I didn't, and I, and I talked to you a few weeks ago about this, and again, all my messages, messages kind of run together, okay? But if it wasn't for the raising, if it wasn't for my roots running deep in the gospel of Jesus Christ, in the church, in Sunday school, and all of those, if it wasn't for that, if I didn't know his character, then I would have been very distraught. I would have been very whatever word you want to put in there. But because of that, and because I know I can trust his heart, even when it don't make sense, okay? On many occasions, on many occasions, I told God, taking my wife didn't make sense. God, you explain to me, you tell me. I just be honest with you. You might as well. He knows your heart. Ain't going to do you no good to walk around here and think he don't know what you're thinking. He does. God, you tell me how this is making, how, 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 just how in, how, I can't go there, but how, how does this make any sense whatsoever? You know what he said? Somebody tell me what he said. Nothing. <laughs> Let me answer it for you. <laughs> he didn't say a word. But you're right, Sandy. He goes back to that, Rodney, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Yeah, I do. Don't make sense, but I trust you. And you're going to walk through those days. Listen to me. You'll have those days. You've got to trust his heart. You've got to trust his character. And if you don't know his character, you're going to be lost. But I know his character. I know his character. So I talked to you about is your wagon hitched. Now this morning I want to move past that to the next point of that series. And is what is your wagon hitched to? Uh-oh. <laughs> Did you hook up the wrong wagon? What are you hitched to? Chapter 19 of 1 Kings. You got those, Scott? Did I give you those? And the angel came back the second time and touched him. This is Elijah. And said, Arise, eat, because the journey is too great for you. Arise and eat. Because the journey that you're about to embark on is too great for you if you don't have something in the tank. So the question is, what are you hitched to? 
Are you hitched to the world's system? Or are you hitched up to the Holy Ghost? Are you hitched up to the Father? Are you hitched up to the kingdom of God? Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you. What are you hitched to? The first point of that, but it's got to the point. The first point is, will it carry you to the end of your journey? Is what you're tied into, is it going to get you to the end of your journey? Many people are seeking riches. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? Money is a good thing. You got to have it. I understand that. Not one of those preachers that preach against money, okay? I like it. I like it real well. But sooner or later, it'll run out. And if all of you, if all you're hitched to is your money, it'll run out. You can spend it all. Listen to me. I don't care how much you got. You can spend it all. So we asked the question this morning. Whatever you've hitched yourself to, will it carry you to the end? See, my God shall supply all of my needs according to His riches in glory. I can't spend all He's got. I can't use up all he's got. I got the cattle on one hill. <laughs> he's got cattle on a thousand hills. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Will it carry you? So search this morning. Ask yourself, is what I'm investing my life in what I'm giving my life to, is this going to carry me to the end? I promise you, Jesus will get you to the end. Second of all, well, let me, let me read a scripture. Let me read a scripture. Just that, that, go back to that scripture one time. Scott, go to the second one. I'll move on to the second one. I'm sorry. Go to the second scripture. Uh, and let me give you just a little background. I didn't want to read all, a, a bunch this morning. Elijah says, I'm alone. They're after my life. You know the story. Um, that woman was after him, and he was running. It's a good thing. But Elijah's running. He gets, he gets there to the brook. And, and he, think, he thinks he's alone. He thinks that he's the only one left. He's the only one left of God, God's people. Okay? And, and the second point, of, and so he finds himself here, and this is where the Lord's telling him, okay? Yet I have reserved 7,000. You think you're alone. And the point I was, the, the, the second point is, is, is there, is what you hitch to, is what you're hitched to going to carry you through the storm? Is there peace? Are you, are you hitched to peace? Will it bring peace in the midst of the storm of what you're hitched to? 
See, alcohol will bring peace for a little while, I guess. Thank you, Lord, I can say that. I ain't ever woke up with a headache from alcohol. And I'm not putting anything on me. I didn't like it. I tried it. I wished I could have woke up with one with a headache. Because I tried hard. I just don't want y'all to think I'm perfect. But alcohol only lasts for a little while. Drugs only last for a little while. You got to wake up. And that head's going to be throbbing. Then you got to clean up. Yeah. So is what you're hitched to, does it bring peace of mind? Does it bring a peace about you? Can you get up in the morning and feel good about yourself? Because you've hitched yourself to the kingdom of God. And you seek first the kingdom of God in all of his stuff. And out of that brings peace. Out of that brings joy. Out of that, in the midst of the storm, you're still able to stand on your two feet and say, God, I trust your heart because I know your character. Yeah. So what are you hitched to? Elijah said, I'm the only one. There's nobody else left here. I'm the only prophet left. And God said, wait just a minute, Elijah. No, there's 7,000 more that have not bent their knee to Baal. You're not alone. And see, Elijah was hitched to the Father. And the Father reminded him, I got 7,000 more. And you're not in this thing alone. And you may be here this morning. And you may be thinking, Brother Rodney, I'm alone. No, you're not. No, you're not. He's got 7,000 more. There's 7,000 out yonder. There's 7,000 out that way. Yeah. You're not alone. You're not walking this journey alone. But I'm telling you, if you're hitched to anything else than the kingdom of God and the heavenly Father, you're headed down the wrong path. It won't work. It won't get you to the end, and it'll be hellacious on your journey. It's not easy walking this Christian life as I was, as I was studying this week and thinking, you know, and, and, and it's not easy. I almost went in that direction. I, the Lord and I were talking about it's not easy. It ain't easy walking the Christian life. It ain't easy. It ain't easy walking holy. It's not easy when the world's against you. And it's not going to get any easier, let me tell you that. It ain't going to get any easier. But I'm going to tell you something. Greater is He that's in me. And you and I are hitched to something. I'm hitched to something. I'm hitched. Believe me. I got it all hooked up. <laughs> Amen. And I'm steady, I'm steady checking the straps to make sure nothing comes unhooked. Amen. Yeah. Amen. What are you dragging? What you hooked to? To your money? Fame and fortune. Only what's done for Christ will last. Nothing else. How much land you acquire, how many cars you got. There's nothing wrong with any of that. Okay? Nothing wrong with none of it. Unless it's your God. 
If it's your God, you've got issues. But only what's done for Christ will last. If you hitch up to Him, you'll be alright. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Amen? Stand together. Just bow your heads just a moment. I just want to pray over you. I want to pray over me. That you have a discerning spirit. And that you continue on your journey to understand who your father really is. 15, 20 years ago, I don't know how long it's been now, times, it's hard to believe it's fixing to be 35 years that I'll be here. <clears throat> March will be 35 years, it's just unbelievable. So a lot of times I say 10 years ago, and it's really been 20 years ago. But Brother Wayne challenged us to get a verse. And my verse was that I may know him... First Timothy, that I may know Him in the power of His resurrection. And then when God sent me out west to do mission work and to do the PBR, His mandate was to me was, Rodney, go out there and be a true example of who I am. Go and be a true, tell them my true character. And you know the story, when I began to talk to him about that, he said, just go and read what I did. When you come across the adulterous woman, treat her like I treated her. When you come across old Zacchaeus, treat him like I treated him. Be a true representation of who I am to those people. Forget about the churchy stuff that man's put in place. But be a true example of who I am. And so that's been my journey. That's been my journey to be a true representation of the Father. So I pray that over you. That you'll continue to stay hitched to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And that you won't be hitched to some religion, but you'll be hitched to a person called Jesus Christ. Our Heavenly Father. And as you go about your journey, and as I go about my journey, wherever God may lead us and wherever God may take us, that we'll be a true representation of Him. 
that we'll do things like He did things. And we'll give a true picture of His character. So Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that over this house. Father, I pray that Lord, everything that we do around here, that we do outside of these four walls, that Father, they'll be, they'll, they'll be a true representation of You. And, and Lord, because of the way we carry ourselves, they'll know, as the old song says, they'll know You're Christians by the way You love. Lord, the way we carry ourselves throughout the week, they'll know, the world will know what I'm hitched to. They'll know what I've been tied to by the way I treat them, by the way I represent you. So Lord, burn up all that religious junk that has been placed on us over the years. That wasn't of you, that was of man. Lord, I want that mess out of my life. And I don't want anything but you in my life, Father. And I want to act like you acted. I want to treat people the way you treated people. I want that judgmental spirit out of my spirit, Father. And I want to look at Zacchaeus that you put in my life, and he'll have a different name. But God, I want to be able to look at him and say, I'm going to go to lunch with you today. Well, what's the church going to think? Lord, you didn't care what the others around you thought about you going home with Zacchaeus that day. Your heart was bent to that man. And Lord, you changed his life because you said, Zacchaeus, you and I are going to have lunch today. And I'm not ashamed to go to your house. Father, burn that in this house. Lord, let us get hitched to You. Let us get hitched to You. And for those of us who are hitched, and I know many are in here today that are hitched, already hitched to You. Lord, strengthen it. Strengthen it, Father. That Your kingdom may rise. That the name of Jesus can be glorified and be exalted in our daily lives and in this house. I thank You, Father. I bless Your holy name. I bless You. I bless You. Thank You, Lord. We didn't choose You, but You chose us. Lord, there was a day that You came along and said, Rodney, I want to hitch to You. I want to walk beside You. I want to lead you. I want to guide you. I want to teach you some truths. I want to give you some stuff that'll help you in the midst of the storm. I want to give you some stuff, Rodney, that'll get you through the end. You don't have to quit. You don't have to throw in the towel. No, you stay close to me and I'll get you to the end. Really, it's just the beginning. But I'll get you there. Auburn Heights, Facebook, what you hitched to. What you hitched to. Father, we love you and we bless you.
In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.